Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Trots Live on this Tuesday, the 8th of November. Gareth Hall. Well, Jason Boddington's with me, but he said I can take over the, sh- yeah, the, no, the no, show I'm, today. I, I've, I've handed over I'm following in Ants, and I, did, I got nothing out of uh, Hoke LeBron, so I've had something small each way. So you, you can take over while I'm having a bet. So yeah. we're on Royal Pride here in the third. We tipped it on Giddy Up before the break. Looks and okay at the moment, doesn't it? Whereabouts is it? Four we're, back the moving line for Blair Orange Ants. You happy? He's driven into treats so far. Yeah, he's done no work at all, Gareth. He's getting pretty good run. All the ones up front have all done a bit. So um, And they've all galloped. Paul Nairn, I don't know what's favorites. happened. He's, been, he's galloped all of his horses. Too. Yeah, he's having a bad day. So uh, we all have them. Yes. I think, I, th- I think Paul Nairn has enough behind him. Uh, we'll, we'll let him have a couple of gallopers. So they turn f- f- down the back the final time. There's still a 1,000 metres to go, Ants, basically. Yep, yep. No, it's still sitting up pretty good. Nothing's coming from behind him, so Blair's... Sitting there as long as he can. So um, the, the one he's following is not a bad horse. So Who's he following? A, a horse called the Bloss. So it'll probably get trucking um, if anything comes. But You'd no. be biased, Ants, but this is the best track in Australasia, isn't it? Probably the world. Yeah, I, okay. it is unbelievable. Like, it is... Better than the Meadowlands? Yeah, it's just so fair. Every, yeah, everyone gets their chance. Everyone, um, everyone gets their chance. Yeah, so fair. And you can, you know, you can lead up, you can come from back a bit and... Uh, so, no, I think it's, uh, you know, the best in the world. Well, he's just going a little rough there. He's trying to... He's gone... He went rough early as well. They are coming. They went lickety-split in this race. Just each way is okay. If he could just slice through there, Blair, that'd be great. Yeah, he's just trying to get out at he the can't, moment. He can't. Now he's, he's going to go far. back. Oh, this is brilliant. Oh, get up, this, Blair. This is brilliant what he's doing here. Get up, Blair. This is Blair Orange. He's going to go up, close. Blair. He's going to die. Get up, Blair. He's going to die. He's going to die. Genius, He's got Blair him. Orange. He's got him. Yes. Oh, what a drive. Unbelievable. We were down and out. We're back. What a steer and what a tip. $5.44. That's why you get Anthony Butt on this show. You just paid for yourself, Ants. Um, but that was, that's why he's probably, I think I would, you know how you were talking about Zach Butcher driving for your life. <laughs> Blair Orange just drove for our lives. <laughs> yeah, it was a great drive because the horse never handled the last bend at all. And if you notice, he didn't pull him out. He, he stayed in because he probably had to. And he just pierced the gap late. And he gallops, the horse gallops just after the finish line. So it was just an inch-perfect drive. That takes... Um, we're watching it and it seems easy. You know, you just move through the gaps. That that takes a lot of skill, doesn't it? To be able to weave that passage, know when to... Know when to hold him, know when to fold him. That that was a super steer. Yeah, and, and you're so tempted to pull out yeah. around the bend when they come from behind yeah. you, but you know you can't. You're probably going to gallop if you do. So, you know, you just got to, you know, bite your tongue and count to 10 or probably 20 in that at that time. But, no, you know, that just shows what a great horse from Blair is to, A, not only get the right run, but to keep the horse trotting. And it wasn't trotting great at any, like, no. at any point, I don't reckon, Gareth. Now... Like, I might be talking through the pocket here but and tipping it to our friends on SEN Track. And mm. I don't usually do this, but I got excited. But that would nearly have to be one of the best drives that I've seen for quite some time with the way he handled that situation. Because watching it, you're not cursing him. I thought, oh, you better get going. He's missed the boat. But he knew what he was doing in a way. And he had to hold that trotter together. 
Yeah, and as I said, he just got a beautiful run over the two mile. He did nothing the whole race. And, um, you know, we've seen a few of them up front uh, having a bit of a duel and having the favourite gallop definitely helped. But, yeah, he just got a perfect run, did no work, and uh, he was strong late. But as you said, it was just a masterly bit of horsemanship to keep the horse trotting around that last bend and and then to, you know, find the gap in the straight. 0499 736 Send in your text messages if you've got a, um, a text about... The races today in any code, but especially if you've got a, a question regarding the trots on New Zealand Cup Day, this is a question for Ants. With a race like the last at Addington, at what point as a driver do you pull out of the speed battle like that? Open class lead time in a maiden, surely not ideal on debut. Um, the one that Carter was driving, I guess, Ahoka LeBron. Yeah, well, well, I think you would have been expecting to find the front off the leader. and um, and But after that, it looks as though his horse got pulling and uh, we we see him going around the showgrounds, being that he was racing pretty keen. So, yeah, you know, sometimes you can't choke them down too much. You've just yeah. got to go with them. And, uh, you know, it's obviously not ideal, but, um, you know, I don't think he did too much wrong there. Good morning, Mr. Hall. Can you please read this first? Um, I'm an animal lover, and I hope um, I'm living in the Riverina and seeing the plight of the um, the Baron Brumbies, the kangaroos and the emus at the moment struggling for feed, living in the floodwater all around. I would like just to get this information out. They need some help. Good on you, Rhino. So, well done, yeah, Rhino. We're, we're a little... It's unbelievable, the floods um, in the Riverina and also in uh, northeastern Victoria ants. It's um, been devastating to watch from afar. Yeah, it is, Gareth. And we're so late in the year, you know, we're you know nearly halfway through November and... We're still getting all this rain, so... La Nina. Hopefully, you know, it has started to warm up the last few days, so hopefully uh, that continues and, you know, things start to dry out a bit. Big fella says, oh, well, just tested positive to COVID. I'm glad I have you guys at the New oh, Zealand big Cup fella, to, no. to keep me occupied. We love Bring big on fella. The winners. So um, that's from the big fella. So it's been... It was a slow start, but Royal Pride... What do you mean? It's like, we've had a couple of races here on air and we've already got a $12 winner. No slow start here. One thing I wouldn't mind asking, Ants, uh, that, like I said, that horse didn't want to trot well all the way. There was one at Cranbourne a few months ago that I was there. Was it one of Dylan's Meadow Valley Road, maybe? Um, who didn't want to trot at any point, and you were just holding together whole, the whole race. What is it like? What are the tricks you can do with a trotter when when they're, they're just sort of hopping and skipping and they half want to go off stride just to keep them confident and keep them engaged? It can't be an easy thing to do. No, and you'll find a lot of trotters, Jace, that don't handle the bends very good. Yeah. And they'll they'll get fine once they get in the straight and get balanced up and they'll trot, trot good up the straight. So you got to nurse them around. you got to nurse them around. And, and so you, you may as well be trotting and losing ground than um, trying to keep up and galloping. So, yeah, it's not ideal and you've just got to take your medicine and hope that you can get around the corners and then they get balanced and straighten up and you're, you're not too far away from them. So that last race at Adams was a prime example of Blair you know, taking his medicine around the bend, sitting in and um, hoping once he got to the straight, the horse balanced up and trotted better. Ex- explain what nursing is, though. Is that just keeping the bit in the right place and just and not and not testing them, just just sort of like a car basically decelerating around the turns and uh, allowing them to get where they need to be? Yeah, you've got to keep a good hold of their heads and, um, as you said, you've probably got to slow them down sometimes. Sometimes they'll just get a, out, of, out of rhythm in their gait and you've just got to uh, take hold of them and... You know, at times you you just got to slow them down a, a step or two and um, keep them trotting. And as you said, hope that you're not losing too much ground while you're doing that. But as I said, you're better to be losing ground and trotting than 
than uh, and breaking than galloping. Blair Orange is the best trotting driver apart from you that I've ever seen now, Ants. But who do you think in your time? I, because I think there's a there's a difference, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, from a, a driver who can drive a trotter and, and a pacer. There's great trotting drivers. Yeah, well, you know, my life, uh, Gareth, has been... you're so, very good. And so many, like when I was a kid, Peter Wolfington was an absolute god in New Zealand and he retired not long after I started and, and Tony Hurley sort of took over and Tony was just a master all through those sort of 80s, 90s with all the Purden horses, Christopher Vance, you know, luxury liner choking and he just won so many big races. So I think he was always the benchmark and and then Dexter come along and... Um, you know, he took things to another level and then we've all seen what he's done in America. So, you know, I, I, I hate to separate the drivers because I think on any day any of them can get the job done on the right horse and, you know, then we got, we come to Australia and, you know, obviously huge respect for Gavin Lang. You know, he was a master. He could probably win on horses that no one else could and but then at times he'd get beat on horses that he shouldn't get beat yeah. on. And <laughs> But, you know, we got Chris Alford, Greg Sugars, you know, Luke McCarthy, Gary Hall, you know, that... You can't separate them, really, because they're all just fantastic. Junior's come a long way. I think I've never seen him drive as well as he has since I gave him a cook the other day on Facing the Breeze. <laughs> um, but I remember when we were kids growing up, and I didn't, like, I, only, I didn't know Junior at this time, but he always tells this story. So he, he, he goes to New Zealand and he's invited to drive in the Junior Drivers' Championship and because there wasn't trotters in WA um, when he first started driving. So he goes to the trainer and the trainer goes, um, all right, Junior, um, just come out of the gate and see if you can find a spot. And he goes, well, have you, where are the hobbles? You haven't put the hobbles on. He goes, Junior, this is a trotter. So he's come a long way, Gary Hall, Junior. <laughs> you can't be revealing that story <laughs> no, on it. That is, that he's, is he's rude He's come as. a long way. But um, he's not a bad driver of trotters <laughs> at the moment. We've, we, we've had a chat about this on Giddy Up with the, the Thoroughbred um, guys over the last week or so. And we've seen, like, world-class jockeys, William Buick, Frankie Dottori come out here, Jamie Spencer, world-class jockeys who perform on the world stage. Buick had a few winners there on the Breeders' Cup meeting just recently <coughs> at uh, Keeneland there in the States. But they come out here and they struggle. Um, different ball game, different drivers, tighter racing. It's been quite amazing to see our boys from Australasia... Dexter Dunn and Tom McCarthy head to North America in the toughest environment for drivers to to succeed, and they're clearly the best now. Like Tim Tetrick used to be god for people down under when they came out for the world driving titles. I remember when I covered it, everyone Tim Tetrick is like, no one can be as good as him. Dexter Dunn makes him look second rate these days. Yeah, yeah, and he I does. Love Tim Tetrick. Yeah, he does, Gareth. And the you know the three boys have done an amazing job up there and. Um, I think what they learn down here is, you know, we race over so many, you know, variety of distances and, you know, New Zealand left and right-handed tracks, grass tracks, standing starts, mobile. So they learn um, to do a lot of things. And, you know, I've seen the American dr drivers come down here in the past, like Roddy Pierce come down and drove a horse in the end of Dominions in Auckland in 1991. And he was just completely out of his depth, you know, like big fields, close, tight racing, and um, but Ron Pierce is a, a champion driver in America. and But in saying that, if they come down and spend, you know, a few weeks or a couple of months here, they'd soon yeah, adapt, you know. Yeah. Well, don't, don't you remember the All-Star Series? Weren't they way better at the end than they were 
at the start when, when um, Yannick and uh, Brett Miller and all those guys came down and we had all the fun that we did here in Victoria. They just got better and better, more acclimatised like that. It only takes a few weeks, really, and they get acclimatised to this style of racing compared to their own. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I remember that, you know, that trip. Like, I was really impressed with Brett Miller. You know, he's probably a guy that's, you know, a little under the radar compared to Yannick and um, Timmy Tetrick and that. But I just thought he, he drove fantastically through. Yeah. He, he adapted really quickly. And, you know, as I said, if Yannick and Tim come down here, you know, within a few weeks, they'd be uh, as good as our guys again. Because this, like, they... They drive in a way where it's pretty soft. If you if you want to get in, they let you in. Um, there's no hustle and bustle, really, is there? They're like they would struggle at Gloucester Park, being pushed out at the bell. <laughs> we all struggle at Gloucester yeah. Park, but but no, uh, yeah, it's very uh, political up there. You've got to be in the click, and 100%. when you go to the Midlands, it's you know the same ten drivers basically driving every race. So they don't want to be upsetting each other because you upset one goal in one race. He'll get you in the next. So, we'll but this, take, this is the just quickly. Andy McCarthy deserves credit because people have followed him down the him up there, haven't they? So, and then we've got two or three or four people you can rely upon that are together that are all uh, former uh, Australasians. It makes it a little bit easier than when you're you're one out, yeah. Gareth. We're only nine minutes away from the fourth race at Addington, so we'll take a break and we'll come back and preview this race. With Anthony Barton, Jason Bonington, we might even have a chat to Josh Jenkins coming up because he is, like, he was front and square when Geelong won the premiership in the rooms. He played uh, a vital role. He was their ruck coach, um, Joshy Jenkins. Now he's great mate, Mickey Stanley's got rock and roll do down in the New Zealand Cup. He might have a decent and, bit of big odds as well. Yeah, but as soon as he wins, he'll be front, yeah, and, yeah, no front and square where the TV, yep. cameras are, yes. TV cameras are. There's no doubt about that. Um, 17 minutes past 11, time for a break. We'll continue on our coverage of New Zealand Cup Day. So far, it's been a successful day. Anthony Butt tipping a $12 winner thanks to a gem of a drive. No protest in that uh, race either, no. fantastically. It took a while for the dividends Correct. to come through, but they have now hit the account. We owe Blair Orange a beer, a beer. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. Anthony Butt, the three-time New Zealand Cup champion driver, um, and it's a privilege and honour to have the one of the goats of the sport. Um, for me, he's been my favourite driver over the journey, hey, but because you know why? Why? He could turn up anywhere. It didn't matter if it was a Gloucester Park, Melton, Menangle, Albion Park, Island, America, um, any any part of the New Caribbean, Zealand. Uh, some parts yeah. of East Africa. He would adapt to the... Bulgaria, he'd yeah. always drive a winner. No, he loved Bulgaria. He was a big Sweden. Bulgarian man. Did you man. drive a winner in Sweden? Uh, not in Sweden. I did no. in uh, Denmark. Okay. So wherever <laughs> so he went... He covered Scandinavia at yes. least. Copenhagen. Um, he's delivered. And there was no better driver. How many Hunter Cups? Seven? Seven, yep. Seven. I Three New Zealand six, Cups, Miracle Mile. I don't think in my time I've seen him. Luke McCarthy and Junior are up there, but a bigger, big-time driver than A-Butt. He loved these big occasions. Now, as far as I'm concerned, Blair Orange is number one around the world right now. After getting that last winner, that's that's all there is to it. Now, he drives one here, Live On Legend at 390 um, with Bet three six five, but this is a tough race, Hans. There's a few chances here. Which way, if you could drive, which way would you go? Yeah, nothing really stands out for me in this one, Gareth. The only one I thought, um, not the ten come together. Bob Butts' team's really flying, and um, it's it's going to it's drawn one the second row, so it'll follow through the favourite, and um, you know probably a, a really good place bet. Yeah, so um, it's been well supported, sixteen into twelve, so it'll follow out Blair. Over the 1980s, so three-back defence is a good spot to be at Addington, isn't it? It's a good place to be anywhere, really. Yeah, you just got to rely on, uh, you know, not getting 
any further back than three back. And, you know, the passing lane comes into play pretty good at that. He couldn't give everyone a fair crack, so he'll just need a bit of luck late. Yeah. And tell us a little bit about the uh, Bob Butt, because he's had a few of these horses gallop away from Paul Nam, but he's always had plenty of um, talent, Bobby Butt. Yeah, well, Bobby's well-known in Victoria. He spent a oh, few... yeah, he did, some, <laughs> he did some great work in Victoria, Bobby Butt. He uh, spent a bit of time over here with Brett Lilly, and um, <laughs> he was pretty well-known on and off the track. Yes, but, he was. Yeah, he's uh, cousin David's uh, son, and... He's David sort of semi-retired now, and Bob's taken over the team. They train at Woodin Beach, fantastic facility, and uh, you know this is where the Duns train and Greg Hope, and you know probably one of the the nicest places to train anywhere in the world. I love a bit of trivia. Um, this will be an easy one for you, Gareth. Davy Butt trained and drove the last ever Hunter Cup winner at Mooney Valley before we moved to Melton. What was the name of the horse? And it was heavily supported. David Butt. David Butt. One name starts with B. I'm the mighty queen. Your mate, Junior, was absolutely flying through but yeah. couldn't get there. He galloped it out, didn't he, Junior? What's the name of the horse? Come um, on. I thought this was a, a Dorothy Dixer. I know <laughs> Gavin Lake won Ange, the last race. Ange knows it on top of his head. Yeah, and the red and white colours. Yeah, um, Gavin won the that last was, race. Yeah. No, I don't know. Give us a, So what's the letter? It starts with B. Yeah. And what's the think second? Of, think of uh, Australia winning the America's Cup. Um, and who might have been behind the financing of that? An entrepreneur from Queensland. Yes, yes. No, he was from WA. Was he? Oh, that Bond. WA. Bond. Yeah, Bondi. Bondi was Bondi, the name of the horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you go. We got there eventually. Um, hey, Mr. Bonnington, um, Gareth and Ants, was Mick Guerin's best race nine number two it was? Yes. That's a New Zealand. Yes, big fella. That's Purden's filly. I like the no, – it's, it's Purden's three-year-old. Yeah. I like the one in that race to place in race number nine. Yeah, and I actually like. I think I think the two will just win, and the one's obviously a danger. But there's, um, I think the nine. I think they must only starting eighty cross. Okay, Boomer uh, is going to be th- three fence. So if that's the case, just check. I'll just check the fields, make sure it is one the second row. And um, which one in race nine? In race nine. Yeah, we're looking for a peg, peg, peg situation yeah, peg, here. Peg, peg, so. Oh, so Sherlock's a dollar ninety-five. I think that's a great bet. Two to beat, one to beat, nine potentially here. Merlin trolled nicely, didn't he? And he's unbeaten, or basically unbeaten. I watched him the other day. The great Barry Purden prepares, and Zach Butcher in the in the gig. Um, he's got really small legs, that horse Merlin, but he yeah. goes pretty quick. Yeah, he's a great horse. You know, he's a superstar, but it's going to be awfully hard from that draw for him. Yeah. So we're on the ten, the place here as they start to move up um, for race number four at Addington, and it's the Bob Butt trained. Pace it called um, Come Together, and that's what we're doing at the moment. We'll get the Beatles ready if this gets up anyway. Yeah. Poor old Bob's Gallop, two favourites out <laughs> so far, so let's hope. Um, it's a mobile, this one, Gareth. You should be right. Lightning doesn't strike three times. So he's following out the favourite, which is Live on Legend at $4. Is he over, is he over bet sometimes by the locals? Blair? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's like. Uh, James McDonald. Yeah. But he's still he's still a winning um, jockey, James McDonald, even though that everyone backs him. That's how good he's going. That's a good segue, though, because Wayne Hawke said on one of your shows, I reckon, Gareth, about, about J-Mac, that if you're not on the best horses, um, you know, it makes a huge difference. What Ann said earlier about the fact that there's probably five, six, seven guys who trying to separate them as, as great drivers is impossible because you can't put them all on the same 
horse, yeah. can you, Ants? Like, it's, it's the same as Formula One, really. It's like you can't put them all in the, in the same car or on the same horse, but on the right horse, there's probably half a dozen guys who are as good as each other. Yeah, and they'll all get the job done, yeah. you know. So, yeah, as you said, there's, you know, probably 8, 10, 12 round Australasia that uh, you'd be happy to throw the colours to. So we're in... Might have to name all them so later in the show. We're four back the fence here. Who's gone to the front? It's in the Hope colours. I think that's Celtic Spirit. Yep. Um, trailing it is the six, which is Millwood Indy, which is the favourite. And then you got Blair, three back the fence, and we're four back the fence, which is still not hopeless, is it, Ants? No, you just got to hope that uh, some of those ones on the outside line drop off a bit at some stage. So We only wanted a place. Is it sometimes difficult to make up ground at any track, but especially Addington? It's all they, temp- temporary related, Gareth, yeah. If yeah. they go hard, you know, early or mid-race, they can come back here. But if they get an easy sort of quarter or a half, you know, they can all pretty much sprint home together. So it is uh, hard. So he's probably can nearly get this out This is a track here. where you can make ground, very, very easily make ground. So he's going to push through the centre here, Bobby Butt. He's just wants to be a little bit careful, just nurse it, don't get, don't get touched. Yeah. Sometimes it's best just to stay on the fence. Now no, this is a good move. Now he's got to get he's out. He's got to get out now and run third. Now he's got to get out. See just run past a few inside. of them. I think he's going to run a good fourth. The one that was behind him on the peaks. So yeah, he's, he's just going to stay on the peaks, through. Bobby. Even I know that, Ants. Sometimes drivers get sucked in, don't they? Yeah, sometimes you're just better, you know, waiting on the fence. Wait, you might cost yourself, you know, have to wait another 50 or 100 metres, but if you had a look where he uh, was turning in when he came out wide to make his run and where he could have been on the fence, you know, it's probably a you know, length and a half, two lengths difference. Yeah. So Celtic Spirit, the seven defeats, Millwood Indian, Moonlight Dream. The winners paid 9.33, 10 the hopes strike there on New Zealand Cup Day. We'll take the news. It's 11.29. This is Trot's Life. Special Trot's Life. Gareth Hall, Jason Bonington and the three-time New Zealand Cup champ, Anthony Butt, joining us on New Zealand Cup Day. And I think we've got a special coming up in race number five. But it's... You're listening to Tuesday Trot's Life with Jason Bonington. It's 11.31 and... Uh, Sportsbet Shootout is just around the corner. Exclusive offer for SEN fans with buy one, get one free on the first place marquee ticketing. Simply head to dreamchasersfestival.com.au and enter SEN track at the checkout to redeem the offer. Don't miss the Sportsbet Shootout Saturday, November 12 at Sandown Park. The Greyhound action hotting up, especially in their, their carnival kicked off last Saturday. Celtic Spirit kicks off proceedings at Addington. Seven, six, and twelve. The numbers there, and uh, I'm looking forward to race number five, Ants, because you've got um, some serious young horses going around. But the horse that everybody wanted to tip us over the last 24 hours is uh, the Dalgetty Train Pacer, and that's Republican Party. Now went to a dollar eighty-five. Um, how good is he? Because they tell me he's as good as Akuda, who's one of the favourites in the New Zealand Cup. He's a three-year-old at the moment, but he looks like he's got plenty of upside. Yeah, he's very good, Gareth. He's only a little fella, but I know Blair drove at the trolls probably a month ago and, and come off and told Cran that he thinks he's better than Krug. So, um, yeah. so that's, uh, you know, Blair doesn't normally say much, so that's a pretty big recommendation. So how does he drive him then? Because he tried to get to the front the other day when I was watching the replay at Ashburton and then he made up enough for him to drop him behind the leader. For the first time watching these races, I don't know what's got into you, Kiwis, but no one's handing up. (laughs) 
You've had a couple of the drivers hold out horses at 20 to 1 and be the first horse beat. Um, so what's been going on? They've well, changed a little bit. Usually you hand up at the 600-metre mark. Well, I think it's cup day, Gareth. Cup, cup fever well, kicks I reckon, in. I reckon if there, there's two things, cup day, but also uh, there's not seven mark per runners in every race. So the fear factor there, you know, you've got to hand up because, you, you know, what's going to happen next. So I, I think the... the um, the scarcity of the relative scarcity of Mark Burn runners is giving people a bit of hope, and I, they haven't actually dropped out. Most of the leaders have gone relatively well, so um, why not hold up the lead rather than hand up? Although those who've watched New Zealand racing for years and years are probably wondering what is going on. Yes, you're right, Gareth. So Republican parties at a dollar eighty five. You've got Samwave at nine dollars. They tell me there's a few people that got a bit of time for this. Young horse, Ants, Sandwave, he's, he's, um, he's around that $9.50 quote at the moment. Yeah, he's a pretty nice horse, Gareth. He's a, from down south, from Nathan Williamson Stable, who does a really good job with his horses. So, yeah, he looks a horse that's, um, you know, going to eventually work his way through to, you know, the cup, cup level or grand circuit level, we call it over here. So, yeah, but he's just got an awkward draw. And, you know, I think Republican 